<laughs> you are listening to Cut It's a Wrap with your host Amanda and Antonia Washington. We are discussing film and the creative processes and all things Black culture and giving people, Black people, their flowers and recognitions on this here platform. Mm-hmm. Cut It's, it's a, a Wrap, wrap. starts now. And hey, welcome to Cut It's a Wrap. Um, I'm your host, um, Amanda Washington, with my sister, Antonia. Antonia Washington. Antonia Washington. And pow, pow, pow. And so we're here to just bring you um, our story, our perspective on all things Black culture, Black films, Black media. We just have an affinity for all things black. We grew up um, watching movies, watching films, black films, and just been so into it that, you know, it, it's become our passion. It's become, become our thing. So like Issa said, we're rooting for, we're rooting for everybody black on this show. Everybody black. So Cut is a Wrap starts mm-hmm. now. Speaking of Issa. Oh, yes. Speaking of Issa. Congratulations to the girl. Our sis. Got married. Mm-hmm. She is married now. Um, looks like she got married in the uh, France, and our invitations got lost in the mail. But that yeah. is okay. Yeah. I will holler at you during at, the family cookout. At the cookout, please. And my number is uh, <laughs> call two three five two seven eight nine. Now be here. So yeah. So congratulations to her. Um, so yeah, cut. It's a wrap. Um, yeah, starts now basically. So for this episode, it's, it's a special episode. It's about. Um, it's called our Love Jones episode. First of all, when I was a kid and I watched Love Jones, I mean, I just thought it was otherworldly. I didn't understand it. I thought it was whack. But mm-hmm. as an adult, because now it's on Netflix, holler at it, guys. If you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. I'm sure you've already watched it. it I feel like you have. If you're my people, you've seen Love Jones already. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so I watched it as an adult. And I was like, oh, my God, this movie is dope. So, yeah, this, this episode is called Love Jones is Dope. So holler at it. I don't think I have seen it yet on Netflix. Okay. Have have you seen it recently as an adult? <laughs> That's the thing. You want to know? Have you have you seen it recently as an adult, um, Amanda? I don't think I. I might have maybe a, maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's fresh in my mind. I know the nuance. Okay. For those of you who haven't watched it, or you just need a little background, it's it. Love Jones uh, came out in 1997. Shout out to the 90s. Um, it's a romantic drama film written and directed by Theodore Witcher. And I looked him up and I think Love Jones is the only movie that he did. He, he well, only big movie. After Love Jones, he didn't do anything after that. Hmm. But you know what? Once you make a classic, you know, sometimes you're just done. You're 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 done. Your purpose is Finney, and that's okay. Yeah. So shout out to Theodore uh, Witcher. 
So, you know, it stars uh, Lawrence Tate, Nia Long, Isaiah Washington, Bill Bellamy, and Lisa Nicole Carson. That's my girl. I look her up too. And she still looks exactly the same really? from the movie. Actually, all of them, if you look, Bill Bellamy looks the same, Nia Long, looks the same. all of us look so good. Yeah. 20 plus they years. They look a little more mature. I mean, very. But they definitely still look the same. They definitely do. Yes. I agree. So beautiful, beautiful, beautiful black people. And so I'm going to hit y'all with the infamous, if you don't know, now you know. How How does this feel for you? Say, baby, can I be your slave? I've got to admit, girl, you're the shit girl. I'm digging you like a grave. Now, do they call you daughter to the spinning pulsar, or maybe queen of 10,000 moons? Sister to the distant yet rising star. Is your name Yemiya? Oh, hell no. It's got to be Ocean. Hey, he said it got to be ocean. Now, listen, what, and that's number one. One of the things that I loved about Love Jones, of course, when I was little, I had no idea what he was talking about <clears throat> with that poem. I didn't know. I didn't know who Yimiya was. I didn't know who Yoshun was. I didn't know Brother to the Night. None of that. I'm like, what are you saying? But the audience knew. You even hear the lady in the back saying, "That's all right, baby. That's all right." Mm-hmm. When she when he asked him, oh, when he asked her, "Is that all right?" And she said, "That's all right, baby. That's all right." <laughs> when I was younger, I knew it was something you know, sexy and lovely. You know, because you can feel the, the 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 sweetness of it. So, yeah, we knew it was a it was a bop. Yeah, um, I love the fact that Nina, what's her name, Nina Mosley. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that she was a photographer, so she had you know her hands in the arts, and Darius was a writer so they really had that artsy type of feel to it but what I love most is that they didn't dumb down the movie they didn't explain anything to us they didn't explain nothing they just said oh yeah George Bernard Shaw and this and this and that and that they just said it and I'm thinking in my little world because I didn't know anything about that they were speaking another language I'm like who are they talking about what are they saying um, but as I got older, I'm like, okay, okay. I see the reference and I love that they did I didn't know anybody that they were referring to. Right. Antonia said, I ain't know anybody. <laughs> nobody. 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 Isley Brothers. CD. <laughs> Only that Isley Brothers. <laughs> when she went into the record store and said, I need an Isley Brothers CD. That. Um, but I... I didn't know anything that they were talking about. So one, I loved how they didn't dumb down anything. And two, I love that there were no references because I know when we watch black films, a lot of it 
I guess, reference um, like black experiences through the lens of white culture or always referenced the white man or something like that. They didn't mention anything about the white man and the oppressor. Oppressing, like nothing. It wasn't oppressive language spoken. They weren't even mentioned. I loved that. Only <clears throat> my only thing, I mean, when he when they when she went to the interview and he was she was like, Oh, could you make this slicker? <laughs> yeah, when Nina went to um the interview uh, to showcase her photography work, um, there was a white guy that looked at her work and, you know, tried to front on her a little bit. And I think everybody kind of go through that a mm-hmm. little bit, right? Uh, <clears throat> have you ever had, like, something like that that ever happened to you that, um, you know, where you're in an interview or something where you had to not conform, but they're giving you, what do you call that? Somebody say, um, microaggression. Yeah. That microaggression from if you're in the office, um, something about, Oh, like touching it. Ooh, is that your real hair? Mm-hmm. Oh, can I touch it? One of those things. And, you know, they, they gave us a taste of that, you know, even, even she was just, she she wasn't taking no shit from it either. So <laughs> yeah, she didn't try to dumb down her work and be, and like um, you know, trying to make it seem like okay, yeah, I can do this a little bit bit better. No, nope. she rolled her eyes, and in the next scene, she was back in yeah Chicago. And I'm glad they showed that because sometimes I don't even you know because I'm I'm a little slow on the insects. I'm now I'm getting the clue, but and when it happens. I'm not in a position to, or I'm not in the mind space to say something or, or say something back, or even I'm just probably shocked to be like, did this book just mm-hmm. say? What it takes you say? a while. It takes you a while to realize that, mm-hmm. yeah, you just been played. You just got carried. Yeah. So, okay, Nina. Nina Mosley. I love the characters there, Amanda. I loved everything in that movie. I'm just talking about right now, I'm just talking about like um, like the poetry or the rhythm of the movie was was everything. Now, right now, I feel like their little love story was, I don't know. Do you think Love Jones was a love story? Like, okay, I'm not going to say a love story, but I know when I was like in my 20s and I remember being on Twitter and it was like this influencer on Twitter saying Love Jones was not a love story. It was trash. And she did a whole synopsis about it, about, you know, how they weren't really in love because, you know, she left him to be with her ex and wanted, like they, she said it was basically a toxic relationship. That was then. But looking back, like, do you agree? Do you think their relationship was toxic? Are we really loving Love Jones because it, it was love? Or are we loving it because it was just the, the blackness, the richness of it? It was somebody's love. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes love is a little complicated. And I feel like they both wasn't in a mind space to even be in a... Like, they started off as... We just kicking it, you know, 
but you know they both fail hard mm-hmm. and i feel like and i think they both they both of their communication suck eggs yeah so you know they both trying to play a game uh nina's getting information from her her trash friend yes <laughs> like come on why are you giving her first of all your girlfriend is single there's no way in the world i'm getting a seeking wise counsel from my girlfriend who is single mm-hmm. and haven't been on any type of dates or anything like that mm-hmm. and you're really taking her taking her information and you're you're actually using it no no girl no um <laughs> i think it was i do think i think they really did care for each other and loved each other so i do think it was you know somebody's love story um but they just made it complicated mm-hmm. yes antonia mm-hmm. you got a good point um when you said it's definitely somebody's love story. <laughs> yeah. It ain't my love story. <laughs> but it's somebody's love It's somebody's love it story. It ending, though. Yeah, and they did come together. And I think what I call, what I love to call Love John, is it's two broken people playing chicken. Like, mm. they, lo- they really got feelings for each other. But because I guess they're both been hurt and experience some things in their lives that they just don't want to put themselves out there all the way and that is understandable being in relationship and being hurt and you get a certain age and you're like i don't want to go through this anymore and um you just want to see if the other person cares more or cares on the same level that you do and i think nina tried to test his gangster well when um her friend Josie mm-hmm. was like, you know, tell tell him, tell tell him that that your ex wants wants you to go to New York mm-hmm. and see how Darius responds. She thought this was Casablanca. <laughs> like, come on, ain't nobody, no dude I know going to him be like, going to confine his love. Talking about, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to stay go with my other dude because I want to see what that's about. Yeah, they're not going to say, girl, I love you, I need you. Yeah, I don't know, no, realistically, you know what I mean. He's going to be like, okay, cool, that's what you want to do. You know, you got free will, do you? Especially um, if they were so early into their relationship, yeah. so he's he wants to protect his his space and his peace. I get it. Um, another thing that I love so much. Um, I'm not gonna say I love so much, but um, what were you gonna say, Tonya? Um, another, yeah, just to go back with the the love story thing, I feel like it was more so. I don't know. I feel like you got to be. They weren't really whole. Uh, I don't think they were available all the way because you know she still had some things up in new york and he was still tripping off of lisa mm-hmm. um, and she was tripping off of marvin yeah mm-hmm. so i don't really think they were all the way invested like i feel like they didn't even have a time to kind of like be with themselves before they found each other um some people just work you know hop on one person and go to another person yeah but i don't think that they didn't they didn't take a time to think about evaluate what do I want? Mm-hmm. She tried. She was trying to, you know, carry him and be like, oh, I don't want to do this. You know, I'm just 
It's bad timing. She did tell him it was bad timing, but he was being very insistent. Darius. Yes. Nothing. It's bad timing. Nothing Nothing personal. personal. And you know, when I was, I saw that and I said, I'm going to use that when I go to the club. It's like we trying to holler at and I don't want to talk to them. It's just bad timing. I even practiced that line in a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you know what? You know, speaking of uh, things that I took from there, um, when she, when Nina went to the uh, poetry space, poetry club or whatever, and she's at the bar and she, they, the bartender asks her what she wants. She says, white wine, please. <laughs> first of all, when I first was old enough to go to the club, I, bartender asked what she wanted. I said, white wine, please. And he <laughs> says, uh, what kind? Like Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio. <laughs> and I was stuck. Like what? They ain't asked Nina what kind she. She gave her wine. Shit. White. No matter. That's what I want. Um. So that movie really impacted uh my social my social location and all that good stuff and just how I interacted. Um. Speaking of the impact that that movie had, I know we shared our experiences. You guys, you know, feel free to let us know your experiences um, on our Instagram page or, you know, Facebook or whatever. But I want to let you know, you saw the episode. I didn't see it, but The Shy, their season four, episode eight. Oh, yeah. They did a love. That episode is actually called Love Jones. Oh, I didn't know it was called Love Jones. I just know they did. Okay. And then it makes sense. Because anybody saw the, not the latest episode, but the episode um, where everything was, they I noticed that they cater everything to Love Jones. You know, Love Jones took place in Chicago. Yes. And this is, you know, Chicago, um, the shy or whatever. And they paid homage. Yeah, they paid homage to Love Jones. It was so cute when he took his wife on a date. And don't tell me about those names. I don't even remember (laughs) the names because I just started watching it from my fiance. I don't remember no names. What about it? Like gave you that nostalgia or gave you the the feel? He was like, he came in. Homeboy came in the house and he lived there, but he wanted to court his wife because they got an open relationship. And he was like, dang, this other dude putting in work, how I'm going to get them? He got money. So he was like, man, you got to do some other stuff. Get to her whore. So he came in the house with, you know, with the leather, Lorenz Tate leather jacket. <laughs> was it the long matrix? The long matrix. <laughs> he had the toupee with the hairline joint. And she like, what the hell you got on? And she's like, oh, I got that CD you want. And he pulled out a whole CD Aww. with the Ozzy Brothers. And she was, and, and it was cute because they was just finished watching that movie. And he took her on a date. And while she came out the house stepping with the Neil Long flip wig, <laughs> she looked just like Neil Long with the black lipstick. It was so cute. I really like that. Whoever wrote that, um... Kudos to them. Whoever Kudos wrote that episode. To them. And it wasn't just that part. It was another part where um where the girl on her date, she took a whole it was an old fashioned um camera and she was just snapping pictures of her date and was like, I just want you know, take you know, pose, you know, and all that. I was like, Oh yeah, they better do a love Jones that And Antonio, I'm glad you said that because now let's shout out 
Um, that episode was actually written by Justin Hillian and Rashida Brady. So oh, kudos. shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. That was directed by Cottrell and Kendrick. It's Cottrell. That's that sounds like a, a lady. That was beautiful. Yeah, I really like that one. That was cute. That was real cute. So it just also kind of like kind of bridged the gap because oh, Cottrell. I feel like Love Jones came out what twenty years ago. But it's good that they captured that and it captured the heart mm-hmm. um, and the essence of that. Yeah. So, um, on that note, um, do you have any last thoughts, Antonia, about uh, Love Jones? What about the ending? Because usually, um, we'll talk about. The, I don't. I'm not really a big fan on like endings because I guess because the conflict kind of all comes together and then they play the happy music. But I did not like Nina Mosley's song, the poem at the end. <laughs> and you know what? I really think, and I'm trying to look up, like, what? I, I don't even know if it's because how she said it or I didn't understand it. I thought it could have been better. I am looking at love. But you know what? Her that poem, I believe, was um, written by Sonia Sanchez, and oh, and then he it went back to mm-hmm. that was like yeah, and I so like it had that, that. Okay. Ex- exact. So they they pay homage to that. Um, Maybe how she said it. It was just really dry. I couldn't understand. But the young me, when I was looking looking at this, and even the older me, I'd be looking like, okay, <laughs> this poem is dry. They could have gave me. You know, they could have gave her some fire. Um, I think for me, I love the ending when he said, when she said to Darius, why is everything so urgent with you? And he said, this moment, this right now, you know, it's urgent. It's urgent. You know what I'm saying? Because love, sometimes you got to move with urgency. What did I say? Urgency. Urgency to see. And that's what he did. So we don't know what happened at the end. Did they work together? Did they stay together? But the fact is, they both finally confessed that they are in love with each other. And this is what they about to do. And we're going to try to make it work. He said, I live in New York. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> and of course they th- did the rain you can't have a love scene without the rain without and the we rain. didn't even talk about the soundtrack give us the cliches oh y'all we didn't even get to the yeah. soundtrack of the lauren hill that's when soundtracks was bees and they say i'm hopeless let me see and i got my little um sentimental move duke ellington that's when i learned that's how i Ended up buying a bunch of Duke Ellison CDs because mm-hmm. of that song. Yeah, so I'm gonna say this: this film gave us culture. It gave us. Um, it gave. It, I was giving. I'm rooting for everybody black. Oh yes, it was so. It was giving. It was so divine. Black Lives Matter. It there, was. It was giving me everything. It was giving me oh pretentious black people, but that's okay. It was giving me. You know, I'm middle class and I'm probably first generation home buyer, home buyer, <laughs> or or third generation uh, Morehouse graduate. That's yeah. what it was giving me. They haven't eaten carrots and celery. Talking about God is a black woman. It was just everything. It was giving me everything. Yeah, it was definitely divine and dripping in black gold. 
and um and I love it and I'm it was I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch it again. So um yeah, tell us what y'all y'all thoughts on on this because we'd love to hear it. Um on that note, mm-hmm. thank you for joining us on this episode mm-hmm. of Love Jones is dope. Love Jones is dope is <laughs> AF. Dope AF. Yeah. Um so cheers. All right, salute. See you later.